You're listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform. I'm Richard Bliss, your host. You're listening to episode 191. Welcome to the show. It's just me tonight. Just me, you, and whatever it is you're doing in your life right now. Thank you to all of you who continue to reach out. You know, I say that every time, but I very much appreciate how many of you are reaching out by email, by Twitter, by LinkedIn, by Facebook. Word of advice, though, if you're going to reach out and connect, which I welcome, tell me who you are. So if you're reaching out to me on LinkedIn, you can find me at linkedin.com slash in slash bliss. Feel free to connect to me. That way you can go straight to my profile and can connect. Love to connect with you, but you have to tell me who you are. I get a lot of requests from all over the world. Uh, some of them are spammers, but most of the time it's you trying to get hold of me. And I have to ask you, how do we know each other? And uh, I had one happen today. And he's like, well, I attended your Kickstarter symposium in Arkansas a year ago. And I'm like, oh, that's right. And it's hard sometimes for me to remember. So all you need to do, just let me know who you are. Send me a message if you'd like to connect on Facebook. Send me a message. Twitter. Email rbliss at blisscorp.com is always a great way to get hold of me. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, a couple of things. One, if you're in the Silicon Valley area and you're looking to learn about crowdfunding, there is a conference April 3rd in Palo Alto called the Silicon Valley Crowdfunding Conference. I am the moderator as well as a panelist on that. It's mostly around equity-based crowdfunding. A lot of good folks there. This is the second annual one for that. Um, you can find information at Silicon Valley. Just go Google it, Silicon Valley crowdfunding. Or I think it's uh, Crowdfund Beat is the uh, news source that they do. So that's one way, way you can find me. I was recently a guest on the... Um, Dice Tower University podcast with Tom Vassell. I think that's up. Go take a listen to that. Tom and I, I think we spent an hour. He wanted to talk to me because he considers me the biggest cheerleader, cheerleader out there for crowdfunding. I'm going to take that as a compliment, even if it does come from Tom. And so he and I kind of went back and forth where he took a little bit of the devil's advocate position. Now, he's not against Kickstarter. Obviously, he's raised a couple hundred thousand dollars for his podcast on Kickstarter. But he is concerned about there are some folks out there who don't like it. And there are some dark sides to Kickstarter. And that's something you need to be aware of if you're looking to put your project up there. Which brings up my next topic. If you know someone in the miniatures side of Kickstarter crowdfunding, I'd like to talk to them. Have them reach out to me as a guest because we're discovering something in the miniature side. I don't know if it's taking place everywhere else. But what we're experiencing is we, I just feel like I'm a part of it, is about the third week in, suddenly there's this huge drop-off of backers. You can see it on Kick, uh, Kick Track that's negative backers. Suddenly there's a, like a brick wall is hit and you start losing backers, losing money. And it seems to only be affecting the miniatures. And we're wondering if there is a... A, uh, the miniature space is fairly small when it comes to backers, even though there's a lot of them, they might be saying, look, there's so many projects out there, I can only back one or the other. They back it early, see which one's doing well, and then pull out of the others. That's the theory. If you know somebody out there who's running a Kickstarter project around miniatures and they've encountered something like that, or uh, send them my way. I'd love to have them on the show and let's talk about this because if it's happening there, we're probably going to see it start happening in film, comics, publishing, board games, video games. It'll It'll spread and it's something that we need to be aware of early on so people can be, be begin to prepare for that. All right, what else do we got? I have a favor to ask. 
So many of you are so supportive of what we're doing here uh, on the show. Uh, I've had Jamie on numerous times. Some of my other guests, you've been so supportive. I'd like, I'd like you to send me a little love. This is what I need. And it's always uncomfortable asking, but this is what I need. Find me on iTunes. Go out to iTunes. Find the podcast, Funding the Dream, and leave a update. Not an update. What do you call that? A review. I'm asking for a review. If it's not a perfect review, that's okay. Just a review. Um, I've had quite a few, but they, it, they've been a couple of years ago. You know, the show's been running now. I think we're uh, approaching our third year, and I'd like to see some see what you have to say about the show. I very much appreciate it. I know it's kind of a I'm kind of asking for a little bit of uh, endorsement here, but it helps. It helps the show get recognized by on iTunes and helps others know and understand what it is that we're offering here that you find so valuable. So I'd appreciate that. Go out on the iTunes, the iTunes store, and just go ahead and leave a review of some kind. Uh, Howard Taylor left one. There is a review by R. Bliss who says wonderful things about the show. Okay, just as a heads up, that is not me. I have a brother, his name is Rodney, and he goes by R. Bliss on anything that I haven't claimed R. Bliss on. So he's R. Bliss at MSN, he's, uh, he was R. Bliss at Microsoft when I was R. Bliss at Novell, so yes, he worked at Microsoft for many years. So he is the R. Bliss leaving reviews for this podcast and not me. So just in case you saw that and were wondering. So if you get a chance, go ahead and take a look there. Here's another public service announcement, and that is one that we're going to talk about a little today. But John Coview has done something fantastic. He's started to index all our episodes so that we can know who's been on the show, what we've talked about, all of that content. And he started to distill down some of the lessons learned into documents, PDF documents, ebooks. The first one is a 23 page ebook, basically, the uh, five commonly repeated mistakes on how to avoid them in Kickstarter. And what he's done, he's gone through all the podcasts and found those five common mistakes that are most shared by my guests. He's written them out, put in excerpts. So it's not just listing the five, but you actually get to dig in. You don't have to go back and listen, although you can if you want to, those episodes. You can actually read about it. That PDF will be available on my website and to to help out John with the effort that he's done, it's taken him hours and hours. We're going to sell this thing. Now, everything's given away for free. Go check out Jamie's pod, uh, blog if you want to find some good content. So why in the world would I be selling something? Well, one, I've discovered that you're very generous. And this is an opportunity that I'm asking you for to say thank you, particularly to John, for the work that he's done. And also, this gives you something that 23 pages of great content, if you're looking at doing your Kickstarter campaign, that maybe you won't repeat or not repeat, but actually do before your campaign launches. It is not a encrypted or protected PDF. So I would ask you to not share it. If somebody would like to have it, send them to the podcast, to the blog, richardabliss.com, where they can purchase it for $4.99. Most of the proceeds go to John. Uh, he has a brand new baby and they're not to pay for the baby, but he did a lot of work. And put a lot of heart and effort into something that um, was really needed. And so as a listener, if you can appreciate that, go ahead and kick something back to him. $4.99. And you can find that on my Richard A. Bliss website in the next day or two. So give me a couple of days to get it up there. Okay, I know I should have put it up there before I announced. But uh, it, hey, guys, give me a break. It's just me. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of those mistakes so you can hear what you're kind of getting. I've got something else I want you to talk, think about. I'm going to come to you with an idea, 
And it's an idea based to blend two crowdfunding. I know we only talk about Kickstarter here. Well, occasionally we'll talk about Indiegogo and occasionally we'll talk about a few others. But there's a website out there called Patreon. And I'm looking at actually finding a way to put Funding the Dream on Patreon. And the way it works is that you pledge a dollar or more if you want. But you pledge a dollar for every time I come out with an episode of the podcast. And at the end of the month, it dings your credit card and you patronize or basically support this podcast through these monthly pledges. Think about it kind of as a as an ongoing pledge like when you do for public radio. You set a limit. Hey, maybe you only want to give $5 for the month or $8 or $20 or $50. There's an amount that you set saying, I don't want to exceed this amount. You know, I suddenly go crazy and release 50 uh, episodes in one month, right? We don't want to break the bank here. But the idea is, is that you are rewarding my, me and my team to continue to give out content on a regular basis. It's called Patreon. I like it. Um, I'm going to I am going to do a Kickstarter campaign, but this is a way to experiment and test to see if there's interest out there for you guys to support, continue to support this podcast. That takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. We love doing it, and we're looking for a way to do a little bit of feedback there and a little bit of giving back a little bit from you. I'll give you some more information in the future, and you can go to richardabliss.com to find out more as soon as it's available. And speaking of going to richardabliss.com, I swear, I apologize. It's like I saved up all my service announcement for one episode. So speaking of richardabliss.com, I have a newsletter there uh, that you can sign up for that I can give you this, all this information as you want to stay on top of things and, and be aware of what's going on. You can go subscribe to the newsletter right there on the richardabliss.com website and take a look at that. So there you go. Oh, you know, I got something else I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about doing a regular – tell me what you think about this – a regular monthly webinar to talk about some Kickstarter. I did one a couple of years ago, and it actually went over pretty good. Uh, some of the people who were on that webinar have now uh, raised hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they learned about Kickstarter basically on that webinar. But to do a monthly webinar to help people, maybe you'd like to listen to a panel of Kickstarter experts come together once a month and talk about some comments, not just on my show like here, but actually giving you the opportunity of doing feedback through chat. Or a couple of Google Hangouts doing the same thing where you would actually get to join. That's one of the things we're looking at with the Patreon thing is that if you become a patron on Patreon, you'd actually get the chance to have a phone call with me, a Skype call on a regular basis, and to participate in these Google Hangouts to talk to experts and actually get some one-on-one -on -one advice. Those are some of the things I'm looking at. And those are the, some of the things that if you sign up for the newsletter, I'll kind of keep you a heads up on. So go check that out, richardabliss.com. Well, how much time have we oh, – holy cow – We've used up half our time just talking about how all the public service announcements. I hope things are going well for you. I'm hearing great stories from all of you about your Kickstarter campaigns and the success that you're having and how useful, particularly useful, this show is and Jamie Stegmeier's uh, blog is. He's doing great work over there. And so I'm glad it's really helping. I get lots of comments from a lot of you. If I don't respond, I apologize right now, and I need you to re reach out again. If I didn't respond, it's not because I'm not interested. It's because I was a little overwhelmed, and I didn't get back to you. So feel free. Reach out. Connect with me. Share with me. Uh, ask me questions. I'll do my best to respond. And also on LinkedIn, you can always go take a look at our uh, Funding the Dream on Kickstarter LinkedIn group. Also, if you're on Facebook – there's a Kickstarter best practices group that you can join. 
Don't go there and spam people with your Kickstarter campaign. What you're there is to do is to ask questions. So let's take a quick rundown in the last in the, in the few minutes I have remaining. Let's talk about this um, ebook that I think would be very well worth your time. You know, it's five common mistakes that are killing Kickstarter campaigns out there and that you need to avoid. So uh, let's talk about it. The first one is, um, as I go into it, sorry. Let's start with the project creator. The project creator, you, if you're not involved, if you're not engaged, and if you're not fairly transparent, it's going to have a huge impact on your campaign. It's all about the personal relationships. You know, I spoke with a young man today who's got a campaign that's failing, flat out failing. Taylor, sorry, but I'm using you as an example. Um, he's doing it for a school project, which I found fascinating. And the school project was they had to invent something, put it on Kickstarter and successfully fund. Well, he invented something that was kind of interesting. It's not working. So I, I gave him some advice. How many Facebook fans, friends do you have? 1,400. Holy cow. Taylor, you need to right now, and this is what I told him, this is what you need to do. Email every single one of those people with a link, a preview link to your Kickstarter campaign saying, I'm about to launch this Kickstarter, or in this case, I've launched a Kickstarter. I'm looking for some support, particularly if it's something like for a class. I don't need your money. All I want is that dollar support. Would you please back it? I'm trying to get to 100 backers before the project ends. You know, if you send that pitch out there, psychologically, people are going to go, oh, yeah, I love Taylor. I'm going to help him out. Click, and they're going to give a dollar. Ah, oh, but there's a little secret here. When they go through all that effort to help you out, and they go to pledge that dollar, they're going to look at those pledge levels, and they're like, you know what? Taylor's a good guy. And I know he's only looking for a backer but I'm going to give them a little bit more. I'm going to give them $5, $20, $50. And suddenly that project takes on a life of, his own, of its own as it gets that energy to get going. So it's all about that personal relationship. And projects that fail are often by ones where the backer or the project owner didn't communicate with the backers, didn't engage with their audience, and didn't do a good jo job of bringing them in and making part of it. Be transparent, be open, let people know what you're doing so that they understand what's going on and realize that you're going to have fans out there who aren't happy, but that's just one of the things you have to deal with. Okay. That's number one. I got pages, several pages of content to give you some good examples of how to address that and deal with that. Number two is project creator didn't get the word out early. Work up that pre-campaign buzz. You, oh man, you know, this is your biggest challenge. What do I say? Repeat after me. Crowdfunding is not a funding problem. It is a crowd problem. You have a crowd problem. You can't find enough people. Money's easy to find. It's the people that's hard to find. So that's what you need to do is go work up that pre-campaign buzz. And we really talk about it in this document about how to do that, how to go get those early backers, how to build up that uh, buzz. There's all kinds of ways to do that. If you don't, you are going to suffer tremendously because you're going to be scrambling halfway through the campaign saying, where do I find my backers? Okay. You can't make a project just good looking and hope, you know, if we build it, they will come mentality. Also, Kickstarter is not going to give you anybody. Kickstarter, if you get on the homepage of Kickstarter, it'll give you a little bump, but it will not fund your project. Do not expect your backers to come from Kickstarter themselves. Your backers will come from you. Kickstarter simply helps you get money from them. It doesn't actually help you find them. So be sure to figure out, take a look at what we have to say in this portion, section two, about how to build that buzz and avoid that. That's a, 
worst mistake at all is to, to launch it before you're ready. Another one, creating, you didn't properly research and prepare for the Kickstarter campaign. And this kind of goes back to the pre-launch buzz, but it's, all right, how much time is it going to take? Who do I need to talk to? Um, what am I going to do for my stretch goals when we're going? What are we going to do about all kinds of things as the project is going along? And I talk, and what we do is we cover some of the people I talk to who really failed in this preliminary beginning st standpoint to make things work. Okay, and then the, number four is failing to recognize the tax and legal ramifications. For example, let's talk about legal real quick. The legal ramifications are if you're putting out a project, you better check to see if you have the rights to use the name for that project. I've had several Kickstarter project owners come to me after the fact that they raised the money dealing with the fact that now that they've raised the money, suddenly somebody cares about the legal ramifications of the name that they used. You know, a, a perfect example. I don't think they're making a mistake. I think they're actually trying to break the law. And that is the whole um, Hero Quest project where they don't own the rights. So they went outside the country to try to use a crowdfunding plan platform outside the U.S. to avoid uh, copyright and intellectual property laws. Don't get into that mess. Go do your homework beforehand. And also there's some tax implications you need to think about that we talk about in the document as well. Okay. The last one is really focusing on the rewards in the project page to keep it clear. And we talk about, we go through and talk to some people about how to keep that cleaned up. These five mistakes kill one Kickstarter campaign after another. Kill it dead. What we've done is we've put it together, great guests from past shows, so that you can come together and say, oh, it's all right here, one document. If we get some interest, we get a whole bunch more content that uh, John's gone out, called it from the podcast, turned it into some workable documents that we're going to make available to you. So here's five things that will kill your next Kickstarter project dead. You need to go take a look at those. $4.99. Wow. I'm a pretty good pitch man. Keep asking for that money. Okay, so that's it. That's all I have to talk about today. I wanted to talk about these five things. I wanted to talk to you about the Silicon Valley crowdfunding conference that's coming up. I wanted to talk to you about what I'm doing with Patreon. I wanted to talk to you about um, what we're doing on the website so you can sign up for the newsletter. All kinds of stuff going on. Again, reach out to me. I've got some great guests coming up in the next few shows. Plenty of content from Jamie. Always got some great content from Jamie, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks for listening. It is so much fun for me to hear what you're up to, Mike. Because then I know that you and I, I'm, I'm right there as you're working. And John, you as well. And Alyssa, I enjoy the, the feedback that you give me. I know there's more of you. And uh, as each one of you reach out, I really appreciate it. And it's fun just to be part of your life. And we've spent a lot of time together. We're approaching episode 200. 200. That's a lot of time you and I have spent together. And so I want to say thank you. Hope you've found something inspiring. I usually say I know I have, but this kind of be a little self-serving. We'll catch you next time. Take care.